Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Two owls having a hoot. Delve into the mysteries of ancient wisdom, explore the healing capabilities of energy medicine, and bridge the gap between the seen and the unseen. Get ready to challenge your six senses. Shift your perspective, learn new energy healing tools, and connect the dots between the old, the new, and everything in between. Hello, everybody. This is Mildred Lynn McDonald, and I'm your host for Two Owls Having a Hoot. Today we'll be looking at all patterns, identifying all patterns, breaking all patterns, and creating a space for something new and better to sashay in the door. To help with the exploration today, I'm going to be joined by co-host Madonna McGuinness, who's in beautiful Cape Breton Island, Nova Scotia. And as a special treat, we'll also be welcoming Shelley Budakoff from sunny Sebastopol, California. So without further ado, let's welcome Madonna and Shelley to the show. Are you there, Madonna? Good day, Mildred, from very sunny Cape Breton. How are you today? I'm doing well. And Shelley, are you there? Yes, Mildred Lynn, I'm here. Now, I'm really excited about our topic today, breaking all patterns, because we all have patterns in our lives, and that at some point we realize, whoops, this might not be working for us. <laughs> or maybe we have three whoopses or five whoopses. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question I'd love for us to tackle together is, are you breaking a pattern now? And if we can give a real-life example, and I'm in the mood to jump right in there. So in terms of the pattern that I'm breaking, it's an interesting one because I'm actively encouraging myself to feel good about my contribution rather than focusing on my to-do list. That is the pattern that I'm trying to repattern right now. How about you, Madonna or Shelley? Well, Mildred Lynn, I'll jump in. This is Shelley. And yes, I'm also in the process of changing a pattern right now. As I've aged, I'm happy to report it doesn't take me quite as long to identify the need to change the course in my life. I wish I could say it was effortless, but at least now I don't blame others when I'm feeling dissatisfied or restless or a little bit lonely. I ask myself what is going on with me instead of why are the people around me not keeping me satisfied or happy? And I create a lot less drama at this time in my life. Getting close to my 70th birthday next year, I really don't want to spend a lot of time and energy on drama. So... It's really about my own personal path and taking responsibility for it. And my change is I've been involved in a very worthwhile family project this past year. And as time has passed, I've been feeling the need to be less involved. But how do you do that when most of the family you know and love are still completely immersed, right? Then it finally dawned on me it was their authentic path, and I can cheer them on, but it is not mine. Okay, now what do I do? 
then a little bit or a lot of fear creeps in, depending on how dramatic the pattern change is. A very wise woman, Dr. Zoe Murray's insight into fear is that it is only a sensation, but it can block us from making the necessary changes we need to make. Fear of change is a sensation we can acknowledge and say hello to and continue on our journey. And sometimes it is easier said than done. So I'm in the process of changing the pattern of continuing to be involved in the family project and taking new paths into the future. Shelly, I really like that you've identified the fear part, making friends with fear and then deciding to move forward. I can relate to that. And I know as our listeners are absorbing what you have to say, I'm sure that they're getting that little ping too. Madonna, how about you? What about you? Did you feel the fear and do it anyway? Or is there a pattern you'd like to change? I really love that piece on fear, Shelley. And it really does speak to what I'm attempting to change in my life right now. I've entered another new chapter. I've made a commitment to myself that I will live in Cape Breton for a year. So normally doing something like this, and and for me, if I was independently wealthy, this would be easy, but I'm not. So normally I would be very much afraid. And every day I talk to myself about how I'm feeling about being here, how I'm able to live here, how I'm going to be successful in living here. And I'm really pleased that I'm able to keep that old anxiety and that fear at a distance. I can see it out on the borderlands. I can, I know it's there. And I know when it's appropriate to bring it in, but it's never been appropriate for me to bring it in when I make change. And even though I've made a lot of change in my life, it's always been with fear standing right on my shoulders, really trying to suffocate me. So making change for me on my own without that sense that I'm being chased by something or I'm being suffocated by something. I'm really working at it and really enjoying the results and the process. You know, one thing that I'm always fascinated with is we're making change. We're looking at these patterns. Are there tools that we're using? I know I have some tools myself. Are there any tools or sources of inspiration or motivation or just good old put your stake in the ground resolve that we're using to navigate the path of the old pattern into a shiny new pattern? And I know for myself, I have some things that I do that are really helping me as I move through this. Shelley, do you have any tools or inspiration as you're disengaging from the family project and looking to yourself for the next step on the path? Well, yes, I have a couple of things that I do that have worked well for me. You know, there's that old adage, when one door closes, another door opens. And certainly it can be true, but it's not always is true. Sometimes one door closes, another door closes. And what I have found when the doors keep closing is my clue to look in other directions. So instead of forcing something to happen, kind of allow it to happen, being willing to consider other options. And it's really kind of the act of being receptive, which can lead you to a whole new path. 
I love that helpful saying that says, if you always do what you always did, you'll always get what you always got. I always kind of chuckle at that one. And for me, a blocked kind of depressed energy can set in until I can identify the need to change a pattern. So that's what I look at. And at that point, when I've identified that I really need to make that change, the fog starts clearing, and I feel a smile on my face again, like, world, here I come, right? Feeling of freedom starts to set in for me, and it's kind of the freedom to choose and create the next experience as it presents itself. I learned a great technique from my daughter, Natasha, when she was very young. She would pick up her paintbrushes and start creating whole new visions on her bedroom walls and moving her furniture all around. That was our guidepost that Natasha was undergoing a big change. It seemed a healthy way to shift the energy kind of by looking and feeling what your personal environment looks like. And then it kind of suggested a willingness to change what is right in front of you. And so I think in the process of changing your environment can be as simple as moving a plant or changing a chair someplace else. Try it and you might learn a lot about yourself. And I really have a deep respect for the teachings of the wise ones that came before us, and one of my very favorites is the Native American saying, let go of whatever no longer grows corn. And I know it sounds very simple, but then you have to figure out what to let go of, right? I really enjoyed when you said you have to be open or you're choosing to be open to other possibilities or other opportunities. Yes. And that is huge. To it is huge. To look at yourself and say, maybe in the past I haven't always been open. Maybe the lens that I used needs to be bigger. Maybe I had tunnel vision. (laughs) What a concept. What a concept. (laughs) What about you, Madonna? What tools do you use? I like to explore the reasons why we do what we do, whether it's intentional or unintentional. And... I really believe that the habit of how we do things is also based in the habits of how we think about who we are, what we do. And we don't really make room for change in that habitual thinking. I really believe it becomes an exercise in really having opportunity to explore change. And I don't know that Everyone has the same levels of opportunity to explore change. Change comes at us for all kinds of reasons, whether we have a health issue, a family member has a change, we have an economic change. So sometimes the changes are driven by outside forces. But I hope that for myself that I'm at a place in my life where my examination of change and examination of the things in my life that come to me as needing change, I've developed a way of thinking about my life that is not based in habit, but is based in the idea of intentional change, that I'm always looking for it as a possibility. That's your tool, to be open to change and open to looking at change. When you do that, Madonna, do you have a dialogue that goes on with yourself? I have a very busy many dialogues. I really do. I have many dialogues. I'm a chatter. I try to go for a walk every day. 
usually a solitary walk. I'll take my neighbor's dog with me. That's my opportunity to, okay, go between just zoning into nature and, and having those chats with myself about, okay, I guess it's taking the temperature of where I am and not allowing myself to go down to that judgment corner. Because I think that when we're looking at change and, and wanting to make change, we have opportunities to get into judgment about ourselves. And, you know, I fail every day, every single day at the changes that I'm hoping to make. Some changes are 10 years old and I'm still working on them. You're listening to Two Owls Having a Hoot. Enjoy the show. I really like what you were saying about not all change is from within. You know, there's the weather patterns that kind of beat us about uh, in terms of what's out there in our environment. And I have a friend who's a sailor, and he always says, I cannot control which way the winds are blowing, but I can control my sails. He said, that's what I've got. And so I sort of like that image that... Yeah, there's a lot of times we cannot control what's happening around us. And then we do what we can with the skills that we have. And we just have to find what those skills are, right? (laughs) I have a deep faith. I really do. I have a deep faith in that spirit is guiding certain change and certain happenings that are coming my way in my life. And my ability to try not to focus on trying to really understand the change. I I think I probably work at that harder than anything. I very much believe in that at some point I will understand this particular occurrence in this change pattern. Well, that's part of my chatter, that I'm okay with not understanding it right now. And I think For me, that's really critical within change, is to try not to figure it out, but to keep going down that road towards whatever it is that is coming. I know with change, I guess it's human nature. You're in the the arena of change. There could be a lot at stake, including your own identity and your ego, maybe your lifestyle or fear comes in the door and all of those variables lend themselves to taking things seriously. What I've found as I go through change is the antidote is laughter and humor. That seems to be what helps me get through things and the more serious it is, it seems like the more open I am to finding that little thread of humor so I can initiate some laughter or humor into the situation, which may or may not be appropriate. But anyway, <laughs> that's who I am. <laughs> so I was That's why we like you, Mildred Land. <laughs> oh, thank you, Shelley. So I'm wondering, on both your paths, Madonna and Shelley, do you see the value of laughter, specifically laughing at yourself? And, and if you do, what does it look like? How do you laugh at yourself? Well, let's see. I would say I just look at some of my old behaviors 
when I get into kind of a panic about whatever the change is, and then I go, oh, that's kind of the young Shelly that did a lot of panicking when things needed to change. And so I have a chuckle about that, and then I go to where I am now, which it still presents itself, but it doesn't last as long as far as the panic. And so it's kind of that phenomenon of I start seeing signposts along the path, and maybe some of them have a humorous saying, or they don't, but it reminds me about the journey and not just the destination. In terms of laughing at myself, the biggest lesson that I've learned is how to laugh when I fall on my face or how to laugh when I stumble, which happens quite frequently because I am a risk taker and I do throw myself out on the furthest limb. So, so, so learning to not take myself seriously. And the other thing that was really helpful in terms of a tool in relationship to laughter is taking a step back and looking from a larger vantage point. And those sayings that people say, will this matter in a year from now? Will this matter in 10 years from now? I've decided, and I had decided earlier, to start peppering my speech with that. And I realized that sometimes I have so much going on, it doesn't matter the next day, let alone a year from now. So. <laughs> 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 what about you, Madonna? How has laughter figured into your journey, your journey of breaking patterns? I think that every day there is opportunity in conversation with friends or even with myself. And it's a very dry, witty kind of humor here. We're, I think, always trying to express humor about our very human condition. I think that's probably the best way to describe funny at yourself or at your friend and, and we laugh and it just carries me. It, uh, and I go looking for it all the time. Teasing. I think it's teasing yourself. Are you for real today? Why are you doing that? There's a quote that says, new worlds emerge as you smash through old patterns. So we've looked a little bit at breaking all patterns and maybe the tools that we use on our path to break the patterns and how there's always comedy in our journey, so we're laughing at ourselves. So the big question is, the one that we haven't answered yet is, why change the old pattern? I had stated earlier that one of the patterns that I really wanted to break was not feeling good about my contribution at the end of the day, and I would be focused on my to-do list for the next day. Sometimes couldn't wait to get out of bed to do my to-do list. And it occurred to be an epiphany that if you're working really hard at this, the gift that you could give yourself is when you go to bed and you could feel good about your contribution. So for me, when I started at the end of the day, I'd be in bed and instead of tackling the to-do list or organizing my to-do list for the next day, what I started to do was say to myself, feel good about your contribution. And then the next question would be, why? And then I would have the opportunity to give myself a small pat on the back and say, well, this is how you showed up today, and this is what we engaged in. This is how you contributed. This is what you've accomplished. This is where you fell on your face. And I found the more I did that, a calming feeling came over me, and I started to experience inner peace. 
and I started to experience contentment. And before I knew it, I would be falling asleep. And the big benefit was when I would wake up the next morning, I would feel absolutely refreshed. And I didn't have that disheveled energy feeling, the feeling that I had to pull my energy together and put it into the list before I could go forward. My feeling was that everything was just where it was supposed to be. And it took me, interestingly enough, probably about three weeks of consistently choosing to say to myself every night, feel good about your contribution. So that's the big benefit. That's the new world that emerged and came smashing through the old pattern for me. How about you, Shelley? Well, you know, as you were talking, Mildred Lynn, I was thinking to myself when I was teaching school and I worked with children who really had a lot of behavior problems and some of them were self-defeating as far as learning in the classroom. So it was one of those things where, you know, we worked on some of the most self-defeating patterns. And one of the things that came out, of course, is through repetition is how change does happen. And I learned that very quickly when I was teaching. So the idea that you did this for three weeks is wonderful because it really speaks to the idea of training ourselves in a repetitive way that can shift a pattern, which is very exciting, actually. I have a really dear friend that I'm helping right now who's asked me to help her make some fairly dramatic life changes, and it's requiring changing certain long-held behaviors and beliefs. And I'm finding that as I'm supporting her through these changes that she wishes to make, it mirrors, of course, what I'm trying to do in my own life. We think we're helping others, and of course we're helping ourselves, right? For me, it's like without having the preconceived ideas of how how it's supposed to look, a lot of amazing ideas and opportunities really present themselves once again. Pictured myself becoming part of the flow instead of separate from it. And so it's not a change that's being forced on us, but rather we become the creator of that change that we want to manifest. So that's kind of how I look at it. What about you, Madonna? What's the big benefit of the emerging change in your life? The benefit has been for probably 15 years now when, you know, I really began this journey of looking at change and why I was so reluctant to change, to make changes. I've had opportunity to travel. I've had opportunity to go to school. I've had opportunity to make new friends, to meet new people, to have amazing experiences. That's been the gift of change for me. So change is something that I need to do maintenance on. I think that's a good expression, that if we're going to be living in this world, change is a very normal part of our lives, and we need to do maintenance on our willingness and our ability to react to change and to enable change in our lives every day. I like the maintenance aspect, Madonna. That Good wisdom really from Inverness uh, <laughs> County. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for both Shelley and Madonna. We're talking about creating new patterns, and one area that naturally leads out of that is, okay, we have a new pattern in place. What do we choose to put in place to support that new pattern? Anybody have any ideas? 
Well, I would speak once again to when I was teaching school. I learned so much more from the children than they ever learned from me. But what came to mind was I was working with one child on physically aggressive behavior. We would sit down and talk about what would be something that would replace that behavior. So when the frustrations built up to where a child wanted to lash out and hit someone or you know, very readily they come up with, well, when I start feeling that way, I think what I need to do is get up and just go for a walk outside the playground and then come back. And it was like that idea of picturing what you want to replace that certain behavior with. And then you, again, through repetition, you make that happen. It's different for each person in terms of that respect, but to realize, once again, it's not being forced we are the creator of that change. I love the examples with children. For myself, and Madonna, you alluded to it also, being open to change, but when I'm looking to smash through a pattern, and I don't know why I keep using the word smash, but that's the energy vibration that (laughs) keeps coming to me, so else the else it goes. When I look at changing a pattern, part of that process is accepting humbly that the structures, the energetic structures that I have in place, meaning the way things are, may also change. And that nothing and no one is exempt to that change or shift. So where I'm going, I've learned early on, where I'm going, maybe not everybody can follow me, nor would they want to. Growing into that mindset, heart set, has been huge on my journey, and I've experienced it a lot. Nerves of steel, Mildred Lynn, that's what you have. (laughs) No, I I call it Wonder Woman. I call her Wonder Woman. I don't know about that. But Madonna, have have you experienced when you're reaching, striving for that change, there's also an awareness that things may never be the same again if you choose to walk off that plank into the ocean. Which is something that I quite enjoy. <laughs> the things are never going to be the same again. <laughs> you go, you promise? I've been like this. Yeah, I've been like this since I was a kid. When I realized as an adult that change was something that I really enjoyed, I kind of became okay with it. For me, I think an extension of that, though, I think that we need to offer our listeners is that when you decide that you want to make a change, you need to to have some basic system supports in place. For me, I needed to look at the people in my life, my friends in particular, and who was supportive of my change and who wasn't. And, you know, some people are afraid when you're making change, but they can still be supportive. I had to get the negative Nancy's and Normans out of my life, and, and that was hard. I really had to do it because it was keeping me afraid and for me as well, good nutrition and basic exercise every day are really critical. So those supports, nutrition, friends and exercise for me are really, really critical to my ability to keep responding to change. Well, you sound like a good Cape Breton girl, Madonna. (laughs) <laughs> I am amazing. You're amazing. Well, I loved our talk that we had today about breaking patterns, and I'm hoping that 
our listeners will benefit from our honest and spirited conversation and our laughter. I guess the friendly banter we had going back and forth. So I'd really like to thank my co-host, Madonna, who is in beautiful Cape Breton Island, Nova Scotia, for being here today. And also our new addition to the team, Shelley, who was in Sebastopol, California. On a comical note, and we had a little comedy going here today, our show was called Two Owls Having a Hoot, so we decided that Shelly is the hoot. <laughs> I'm happy to be the hoot. Shelly is the hoot. Madonna and I are the owls, and Shelly is the hoot. <laughs> we can't do any better than that. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you've enjoyed our healing conversation as much as we've enjoyed it, and please join us next month for another episode of Two Owls Having a Hoosh. Thank you very much, Fadana. See you, you next time. Okay, sounds good. And catch you later, Shelley. Absolutely. It was a pleasure, ladies. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please join us next time for Evolve with Robin White Turtle Lizney, Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.